Hi, I'm Candace, and this is the Butterflies Cocoon podcast, the show where you will hear personal, honest, and inspiring stories from a mom of two boys who's an advocate for women empowerment, uses beauty as therapy, and a believer of positivity and mental health. We'll learn how to embrace the challenges you may go through as a mom, encourage you to take those chances, and blossom into your own butterfly. Self-care. That is going to be our topic of the day, and I'm so excited to start this as our official first episode for the Butterfly's Cocoon. Self-care was something I didn't really understand or even know about five years ago. Self-care was kind of implemented that you go get a mani-pedi or you go spend $30 on yourself on a book or whatever that kind of thing is for how you define self-care. But Five years ago, I I totally did not understand it as I do now what self-care is and how it can really benefit and help your wellness for the future. So what exactly is self-care? Self-care is about taking care of yourself both physically and emotionally, finding time for the things that brighten you up or that what you love to do. And ultimately, it's all about taking care of your mind, your body, and making choices that will benefit your wellness in the future. Now, no one really explained that to me, and I I honestly thought it was about going to get your mani and pedis or just to, you know, do some shopping and buy myself a new palette or don't get me wrong, those things did give me gratification at the time. But when it came to me actually leaving the store and actually leaving the nail salon and looking at what I purchased or looking at what I did to my nails and things like that, it didn't give me gratification more than just like a few seconds. And it really didn't bring anything to my wellness. It physically didn't help me. And emotionally, it just kind of brought me down to a cycle of like, well, dang, I didn't really need to spend that much money on X, Y, and Z where I could have spent that or I could have saved that money so that me and Bay could have a house or save to get this one thing we need for the apartment or whatever we're doing. Like it didn't really give me gratification for the long term. It just gave me gratification for that first five, 10 seconds of me doing that purchase. And if someone had explained to me what self-care was then and how it actually supposed to be worked for you, I think I would have saved myself on a lot of money between now and then on how to really get myself some proper and great self-care for me on the long term. It's important for us to understand that we all need different things and different activities to kind of help us with our self-care. Again, self-care is to help you feel better and engage in activities that serves you as a purpose in the long term. But it's also important to stay away from the things or people that don't serve you in the long run. Let's talk about what self-care isn't. Now, many people, including myself, thought self-care was all about taking like lavender baths, getting a mini or petty, getting your hair did, if you have any, because I don't, um, shopping, etc. 
And I had this, I personally had the concept of go treat yourself, you know, like you worked a lot, you've done a lot of things for, you know, where you're at today, go treat yourself on buying, you know, a pair of sneakers or buy yourself that coffee that you haven't been spending money on all week or whatever it is. And that's actually not what self-care is. Real self-care has less to do with treating yourself and more to do with making the right decision for long-term wellness. Learning how to take care of yourself rather than trying to fix yourself. Choosing activities that will elevate your mind and body. I repeat that again. It's choosing activities that will elevate your mind and body. Now, me being a mom of two, it can definitely be hard for me to schedule in that self-care. And let's be honest, the minute we have children, everything is pretty much put on some type of schedule, whether you got to watch out for the taking the naps or doing family functions or activities, all those other things. And making sure that you're making time for yourself can be the most hardest things for us moms to do because the minute we decide to do something for ourselves, we're kind of like mentally punishing ourselves. And at least for me, it was like that. Like I used to really punish myself on taking that 30 minutes for myself and not being like involved in the kids or involved in my bay or involved in anything, you know, and just really taking the time to do a wellness check for myself, like a mental check for myself. And I really had to take in a second to, to pause and say, yes, I, I am a mom. I do have to schedule things and I need to make me a priority in that scheduling Otherwise, I'm going to go crazy and I'm going to snap and I'm not going to be that good, happy, functioning, really multitasking mom. I'm going to be feeling depleted, depressed, tired and unenergetic at all. So for me, I have to factor in my creating my content and editing and factor in the kids' schedules for naps, feeding, schooling, especially now that we're homeschooling my oldest due to the coronavirus, and not to mention family time. And I have to ensure that I'm doing things for myself, that I am putting in the time for me, even if that's an hour, even if that's 45 minutes. And by doing this, I'm implementing a time frame for myself for self-care, whether it be in the morning, evening, afternoon, while my youngest is taking a nap, whatever it is, I'm literally scheduling on my daily task that this is when you're going to have your self-care. This is when you're going to do this for yourself for at least 30 minutes and not really not really worry about mommy time, not really worry about bay time, but I'm really making sure that I'm putting that into my daily and weekly agenda and I'm sticking to it. And I promise you, if you were to do the same exact thing, it will go a long way on helping out your wellness for the long term. So you may be wondering, can self-care really reduce stress? And I'm here to tell you that for me and my personal journey and how I've been dealing with stress, self-care has definitely played a major role on me decompressing and helping me for the long term. Both my family and friends are scattered around the whole world, so I don't really have anybody physically here around me that I can like go see or have a more personal contact with them. And I felt alone. Me feeling this type of aloneness has definitely been 
been in the play since I left my hometown. And that was when my oldest was three years old. So he's now 11. So that's about seven years of me feeling like I don't have that, that inner circle of girlfriends. And I don't have that inner circle of family near me because I moved away from them. And, you know, as people grow and things like that, you don't really stay in contact like you used to. And you don't really put in that effort to go meet people. And it was very hard for me to go out and meet new people when it happened to me. And I'm being a single parent and having that uh, ability to meet other people and, and gain friendships and stay consistent with those friendships definitely played a part in me and and through the years I felt I felt like I wasn't worthy enough to actually receive any type of friendship from anybody and it put me in this dark space and made me feel like I was insignificant enough to have that type of friendships like everybody else was in the world and the friendships that I were receiving were people from that I met through the internet that I had the same passion for and that we agreed on certain same things and I still didn't have that physical contact and because I didn't have that physical contact I was definitely putting myself into this barrier depression and this barrier feeling like I'm unworthy or I'm not worthy enough to have any type of friendships and it really put me into this dark mental space and it absorbed in me and I really didn't really understand it or even really know that it was happening to me and when I really didn't understand how quickly it was absorbing into my daily life that I was putting myself on this pedestal that I wasn't worth it or I value isn't worth enough to have some type of friendship. And because of this, um, I needed to get out of that funk. I had it. I had to tell myself that, you know, just because you don't have anybody physically there with you every single day or when you want to go visit for the weekend, it doesn't mean that you're 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 not worth it. I really had to switch that back because before I knew it, I was really sinking into this deep depression And I didn't want to do that. So I really started to look into research on self-care and how I can reduce stress by using self-care. And what type of wellness should I be doing in the long term to help reduce that stress? At the beginning of this episode, I stated I didn't even know what self-care was until about five years ago. And that was where I was at five years ago, not really knowing I was getting into this little depression because of it. And because of that, I really implemented some daily routines into my life immediately. Here are the, some of the activities that I like to do for my own self-care. And I'm hoping you're willing to try them too if you haven't already. So I'm going to provide you with my top five self-care activities that I love to do. I am also going to be attaching a freebie with this and the freebie is going to have about 20 different types of self-care that I like to do overall, including the apps that I like to use to help me implement these self-care items. So let's go into my top five. The first one that I definitely love doing for myself is drinking water. Now, Mind you, I hate drinking water. <laughs> it's probably the one of the least favorite things I love to do. But how I like to make my water is with either some lemon, some lime, mint, anything on the citrus kind of side. And 
by doing that, it kind of jazzes up the whole water intake for me. And I literally do this every day. If it's not regular water, it's definitely some lemon lime water. And sometimes I do add mint. Um, it kind of brings me back to when you're at a spa and the spa has that nice water off to the side for you to drink. And it brings back this memory for me of whenever I'm relaxing, it just kind of bring it in that whole self-care of giving myself a little bit more special water rather than having flavorful water that's more soda-like or weird flavorings like tea or whatever. Like I like water that consists of live plants or live fruit within my water to really jazz that up. So that is my first self-care item that I love to do. The second thing that I love to do is unplug. And I really love doing this, not only just on Sundays, but sometimes on Wednesdays too, to kind of break up my week because I can really, and most like other people, I can really dive in and be like sucked into that whole social media and really getting zoned out and not knowing that like, oh my God, like four hours of my day has gone by and I've just been scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And by unplugging, you're pretty much resetting your brain to kind of A, get reacclimated into your daily life with the people you're with every day. But you also get to just take your eyes off of the screen and just readjust and just take some time. And when I unplug, this is when I normally also implement some other self-care items, which include my next item, which is reading a book. The type of books that I like to read are a combination of fiction, nonfiction, and then personal growth. Personal growth has really definitely put some different mindset on me on how I look at things and how I'm perceiving people or perceiving information. Whereas the nonfiction and friction books brings back my imaginary and actually getting involved in the characters and seeing how the plot can twist and be very adventurous. So I really do love reading books and implementing those as well. The next thing that I love to do is meditate. And meditating is something that I'm still practicing on and definitely am not perfect at. But I really love the fact that you can just take 20 minutes out of your day, sit down in a nice quiet area. Put Sometimes I have to put headphones on because my kids are allowed and have to close the door. But I just lay down, I kind of reset my brain, I do some deep breathing and just resetting my body and resetting the way that I'm perceiving life and perceiving how things are going. And meditation pretty much brings me down to if I'm stressed out or if I'm getting angry, take 10 minutes out of my day to just sit down, close my eyes and just not think. I think that's pretty much why I love meditation. It just helps me not process things. And I mean, who doesn't love not just having to not process something for a little bit, just taking a break just to have a mental second. So you're not always rushing your brain through everything. And meditating definitely is one of my savers on that. And the last thing I want to share with you as far as one of my self-care is definitely going to be writing myself a love letter. Now, this may sound weird to anybody else, but for me, I had to really stop judging myself on who I was and where I was at in life and comparing it to other people. And I started to write a love letter to myself every month to let myself know like, hey, this is where you're at right now. And that's cool. That's actually very great because you could be a more worse place than you were yesterday Taking the time to actually loving the person that I am, loving the way that my voice sounds, loving the way that I did my makeup that day or loving the way that I 
didn't react to something like how I used to do and just loving me all around. And I do that monthly just to kind of give myself a personal check-in, a personal like re-heads up and say, hey, like stop thinking this way. You are beautiful. You are fantastic. You are you. And that is something no one can take away from you. So definitely loving writing myself a love letter has definitely put my own personal ideals into play rather than accepting somebody else's ideal and who I should be and how I should love myself. So again, I have about 20 of these self-cares and I'm going to be creating a PDF of all 20 items. The PDF will be available for you for download and with the PDF, it will include a little menu of how you can actually schedule out your self-care time as well as the applications for my phone that I like to use to make sure that I'm using the self-care because sometimes you need someone to put you in check and let your computer do it. (laughs) Let your phone be that check person and say, hey, today's the day that you need to implement 30 minutes or today's the day that you need to do this instead of doing that. Put your phone down, do whatever. I'm going to provide that information for you. So stay tuned to the end of the podcast so you know how to receive your freebie on my 20 self-care checklist. So... Within a year, I have seen a change in how much I deal with stressful situations, how I create my content, and the relationships that I have with my boys and people that I contact with. I notice this change because I'm implementing things that are giving my wellness a long-term care rather than purchasing something that gives me that self-gratification within that first 10 minutes of purchasing it. I'm implementing things that really gear towards helping me in the long term rather than something helping me in the shorter term. And because of that, I'm reducing the stress that I'm going through, involving myself in things that I actually want to do that I know that helps me relax and helps me kind of put myself back into a reset button and not have so much stress in myself. And I'm not reacting to situations within my relationships with other people, as well as my family, because I am the only female in this house and I know I'm more emotional than they are and I know they don't really understand the things how or why I'm saying it. So by me implementing these different practices has definitely helped me reduce the stress. By doing these self-care items, I'm able to really help benefit me in the long term. So like I had mentioned earlier, if you would like to receive my 20 self-care checklists as well as the menu and the apps I use to complete my self-care, then go ahead and click on the link down below where you would be able to receive the PDF directly into your inbox. You've been listening to the Butterflies Cocoon podcast. Don't forget to hit our subscribe button so you don't miss on our next episode and become part of our butterfly family to receive freebies and more to help further embrace shedding your cocoon. Thank you so much for joining me and have a beautiful day.